Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Let's get started. Okay, this is not what I wanted to do. I'm trying to position position myself correctly on the couch. Okay, so... I'm Zakia. I'm your hostess with the Moses. And uh, before we get started um, with the episode, I need everybody to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play. Thank you so much for your support of the show. It is really appreciated. This week, there is no guests. It's just me and you talking. It's just me and you. I don't know the rest. Um, but yeah, it's just me. And that's that's good. That's a good thing. Um, because it's been a while, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the people that have came on the show in the past month that have contributed to the show and um help with facts of life i really appreciate that um usually there is a show love segment of the show it's gonna be a really short episode um but i don't have any show loves this week but it may my living my best life may turn into a show love but um how am i living my best life this week Okay, so, well, I should say this month, it's crazy how this month is about to be over. Like, time is really, really, really flying. Like, I cannot believe the time that has flown. Um, but, yeah, okay, so let's get into it. Glitter, okay, I went to a networking event this past Thursday. Um, it was called Glittered and Goals Self-Reflection. Um, here in Houston, it was at this, um, what is it? It's like a skincare place um, in the Heights called Lemon Lane. And the young woman that hosted the event, her name is Valencia. And, you know, we're going to work on getting her on the show. But she's been doing um, networking events. I think she said her first one was 2017. So I'm just really grateful that I'm connecting with people that are doing things that I want to do. Because it gives me the opportunity to learn from them um, and connect with them. Um, so yeah, she had two professionals there, um, on the panel to talk about like self-reflection. Basically, I know that they are in the mental health counseling field, the professionals that she had and apologies. Um, I do not remember their names. It's on the card, um, in my little gift bag that I got, but let me go get it. This person that was um, on the panel, her name is Megan Howard, um, and she has a practice called The Lotus Mind, and she helps people with depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, anger, self-esteem, and stress management. And she's located here in Houston, Texas. Um, and then the other young lady that was on the panel her name was Misha and Gran Granado she's a therapist speaker author and she's the owner of Love Grows the relationship consultant she's a certified prepared and rich relationship therapist and voted best in premarital counseling by Texas Brides um and she her it, her practice is a a boutique firm this is the first time i ever heard that term um but she helps with individuals dating engaged married mothers daughters um i would love to have both of them on the show so we're gonna make that work but 
back to the event it was at like a skincare place called lemon lane and it was really 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 nice i enjoyed myself i met a couple of women there which i'm really excited about because every time like i go somewhere like i meet people like and that's why I really enjoy doing things by myself. And it was so crazy because, like, I won the tickets. I was supposed to be meeting with my financial advisor, but I won the tickets. This girl was giving them away on Instagram. And it's crazy because, like, I decided to return back to Instagram the day of the event because, like, she invited me to go. And honestly and truly, I need to do a better job with managing my money um because I didn't have the money to go so she was giving away the tickets um and then she happened to give away the ticket that had um where you could bring a friend and she literally gave me the tickets 15 minutes before the event started so you know I did ask somebody if they can go they couldn't go because you know they were busy doing something else but I'm like damn like I wish that I could bring people to events and I wish you know when I'm doing certain things but it's like you know people be doing their own things sometimes and it's not the end of the world but I really I like going out by myself like I don't mind because like I know I'm gonna introduce myself I'm gonna speak up I'm gonna meet people and I did and the discussion was really good um it was about sabotaging um letting go she did acronyms apologies um and celebrating yourself and celebrating those that celebrate you um and you know we had she had the two panelists speak about that and then she opened the floor for a discussion and then you know um it it was one acronym in there. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was. It might have been the self-sabotage one. And this sparked my question because it was like, you know, the um, they started talking about boundaries and how to create boundaries, whether it's with your friends, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. And even if it's with your own parents and that kind of, I wouldn't say triggered me, but it sparked a question in me because... You know, like I deal with um, the relationship with my mother. Like that's something that I have been working on for. I it's I've been eight years old working on this relationship with my mother. Like so, I'm about to be 28 in May, and it's like I'm at the point where it's like it just has to stop or I'm just going to move on with my life, you know, like, and I know part of this relationship is me, and now that I think about it, I'm talking through this, like, I don't think any, either one of us has taken accountability in the role that we play in the relationship, and I think that's why there's so many different arguments, because it's like, nobody can sit and say, hey, I did this, or whatever, and nobody has said, well, I kind of said it, I haven't really said it, but like, um, you know, nobody has really established boundaries, but I kind of did with my mother, I haven't said in these words, like, oh, well, she taught, um, Misha taught, taught me that when it comes to your parents, you have to be really clear about your communication. And that's also something I need to work on, too, is being clear about what I want in a relationship or from people, what my expectations are. So um, she said to say, OK, if you keep doing this, this is what is going to happen. This is going to be the consequence of you continuing this behavior. So like with my mother, she yells and she sometimes she curses at me. But, you know, I my response is to her. Why are you yelling? And I know I talked about this like a few weeks ago, not a few weeks ago, uh, probably a couple months ago about the generational curse, generational curses in your family. And so my response to my mother is when she starts yelling is, why are you yelling? And, you know, there were so many women there that gave me such good advice on how to deal with the relationship with my mother. Pardon me. I'm getting emotional because they 
were also dealing with a lot of the women there are also dealing with the relationships and their families with their mother as well because it's like okay this is my parent like you want the relationship to be good you want to and it's like subconsciously we want to please them but when you get older one of the things that misha said is like parents don't understand that their children they become adults and it's like you need to respect me as an adult just like you would respect the uh random woman off the street like you wouldn't speak to her that way so don't speak to me that way don't curse at me don't yell at me because i'm not a child like i'm your child but i am not a child you know so I really, really enjoyed the, um, my one question <laughs> kind of took up the whole discussion, um, but I'm really grateful for the opportunity to sit with them and break bread with them. It was really, really a good time and, you know, like, I'm glad that I canceled my appointment with my financial advisor and that's probably why I can't manage no damn money. But anyway, um... Yeah, so shout out to Valencia with Glitter and Goals. I can't wait for the next event. I'm excited for you. And yeah, keep it going. Um, so I also went to Joe Budden's live show with my best friend yesterday, um, Sunday. And the show was good. Um, there was moments in the show where it was like, uh, like... And then there was an after party, and that kind of, like, blew my whole shit, blew my whole shit, the after party shit. But nonetheless, the show was good. I appreciate, you know, what Joe is doing um, in the podcasting world because it inspires me to want to be better. And I remember he was doing an interview on The Breakfast Club and, you know, they were asking him, you know, would he ever do a show like a podcast by himself or um, would he be upset or or they also asked him, like, um, would he be able to, well, sorry, the other hosts on the podcast, would they be able to host a show by himself? And he was saying, like, nobody could do that. And if you can do it, like, kudos to you because it's not easy hosting a show by yourself. Like, and I am living proof. Like, yes, I have guests on here, but the majority of my episodes are Zakia, me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. That's what I found out and it ain't no need to cry i took a vow that from now on i'ma be my own best friend (laughs) so yes um yeah so i really appreciate him for paving the way for podcasters um and you know setting the blueprint because it's like they have been doing this show for the past three five years or three or four years maybe and like they it took them this long to get to where they're at now and it's like I've complained so much about this show I've cried so much about this show um I've made a lot of mistakes I've allowed my feelings to get in the way um And, you know, that's something that I'm working on and I'm actively working through. So please bear with me. But, um, yeah, like it's it's a journey and I really appreciate the journey because it it has allowed me to um, learn about myself as a person, as a business owner, as a creative Um, And there's so many things that I still need to work on. And I'm getting emotional again. How annoying. Trying not to cry. Um, But yeah, like, it's just been a journey. And I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share that experience with them because... You know, that's something that I want to do, whether it's with my podcast or with the event coordinator stuff. And yeah, like I'm just ready to work. And it's like, I know the only thing that is holding me back is me because of the decisions that I make in my life. And we're going to talk about making mistakes and decisions and all of that later on. I also bartended a housewarming 
um, this past Saturday. And um, the housewarming was for a melanated young woman. Um, and her house was beautiful. Like, it was just decked out. It was so nice. It was in Katy. Um, she's a single mom. And she had all her friends there. Ooh. I cannot believe I'm crying like this. She had all her friends there to celebrate her and sorry and it was just really it was really beautiful to see her have a tribe of people around her to celebrate her and to support her because you don't really see that too much with um, so-called black women. And her house was beautiful and it's like, sorry. She was able to do it on her own. And that really inspires me to really get my ish together so that I can live life to the fullest and yeah like I'm really tired of playing around with my life and I know I be saying this to myself I say it to other people but it's like I'm getting so many signs and it's like such divine timing that I'm running into these people. I guess I'm crying because I haven't cried in a really long time. I cried over Nipsey's death like the day after his funeral and I was like, oh, okay, like I got it out. It's over with. And it's not, obviously. But anyway, like I'm being put in positions to read signs and is it's just divine timing like everything is being orchestrated so that I can learn like even I'm just thinking about like last night after the after I mean after the after party the after party after the the Joe Budden podcast you know me and my best friend we ended up leaving like we were there for like 20 minutes and I was just so furious as to how they were conducting this freaking party. And it was disgusting, honestly and truly. But I had to remove myself because I was two seconds from going the f off. Like, I was pissed. Like, I was pissed. Because, like, I don't. It's like it's crazy because it's like I'm learning about Houston more and more as I go out, as I meet more people, whatever. And you know, a lot of the people out here they play the the popular club. Oh, you have to you have to look a certain, you have to look like this, or you have to look like that, or whatever. Blah blah blah. In order for you to be included in this imaginary fucking circle. And it's like, shit like that be pissing me off because, like, we're not 12 years old anymore. Like, it's just fucking weird, and I don't understand it, and I think that's why I'm so upset. And it's like the guy that was doing all this BS, like, he had just, I had just saw this man, like, a few weeks ago out at brunch, and he just told me how beautiful I was and all this other stuff and mind you we had ran into each other a couple years ago and you know we had ex we had exchanged some words or whatever and so um you know when I saw him the second time because I think that was my first time seeing him in those couple years and it's crazy to say a couple years because I've been here three years but anyway it's probably been a year and a half I don't fucking know so, um, when I saw him, like, a month ago out 
Sunday fun day, brunch or whatever. He, he, you know, he was like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, Zaki. I was like, oh, we've met before because we have gotten into an argument or whatever. He was like, oh, let's forget about that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. And the stunt that he pulled last night just showed me that men are annoying as hell. And fuck y'all. Period. Like, I'm just done. Like, I have no energy to give to men anymore. When it comes to those type of interactions, whether it's you compliment, uh, okay, I really don't care if you think I'm beautiful. So fucking what? Like, I do not care. Like, because I don't know. I just don't care anymore. I don't have any energy to give to you anymore. Like, that pissed me off. So, anyway, let's move on to. Do you have the courage to tell your truth? First question. Do you have the courage to tell your truth about making mistakes? And let's just rewind back to living my best life. Um, Because I have made plenty of mistakes and I'm going back to living my best life because... You know, all the things that I listed are things that I want to do. Like, I want to host networking events. I want to invest in my podcast. I want to own a house and have people surrounding me with love and joy and happiness or whatever. And um, so, yeah, I am making mistakes in obtaining these goals because it's like I don't make the best decisions when it comes to my finances and like that is really tough for me because it's something that I'm learning how to do on my own and I'm thinking about it so much because like, you know, like I talked about how I had a part time job and I got fired and I'm trying to look for another part time job. And it has been a complete and utter struggle. And I think a lot of it has to do with my full time job schedule. Um, But yeah, like what what does what does it mean to make a mistake? Let's let's define a mistake, okay? So that everybody is on the same page. Because we need to look up words that we think we know the meaning of. A mistake is a wrong judgment, a misunderstanding, a wrong action or statement proceeding from faulty judgment, inadequate knowledge, or inattention. Um, So what does it mean to make a mistake? Um, Making a mistake could uh, mean like, oh, I forgot to take my cookies out the oven because I fell asleep. And you may have made you you probably like, oh, well, I'll I'll only fall asleep for 10 minutes and then a whole hour and 30 minutes go by. I would hope that, you know, everybody sets their timer so they didn't set their house on fire. But um, that's a mistake. So it's just like I feel like mistakes can be um, helpless and they can be careless. And then sometimes it's the lack of information that you have about whatever it is that you're doing it could be something that you're reading something that you're creating like putting together like a like a desk for example um putting together furniture I should say um you may have read or skipped a step and I guess that's kind of careless or they um, may have not put in a certain part in the furniture assembly thing. And then you was like, oh, I'm going to take it upon myself and I'm going to just do it anyway. And then it just come out jacked up or whatever. And so, like, you know, that's what it means to make a mistake um, to me. And responding to mistakes that is a tough one for me because like 
you know, I've been out of college four years, right? It'll be four years next month I've been out of school. And I feel like I have been making mistakes from my freshman year up until today, April 22nd. And, like, some of them are the same mistakes. Some of them are new things that I need to learn from. But I want to say, like, responding to mistakes for me is not always easy because it's like you want to get things right. And that's just not the reality of how life works. Like, you have to make mistakes. You have to mess up sometimes and you have to learn from that. But, like, with me, I will beat myself up. Like, I will be like thinking continuously thinking about it over and over again um and I'm just gonna go back to (laughs) my finances like and I should okay now go back to my finances I'm gonna go back to the job situation because it's like I know that I need this job right to in order to get income into my household to pay bills and stuff and um you know, I've gotten fired from jobs. I've quit jobs um, without no real backup plan. But And I keep doing this over and over again because it's like I'm not satisfied with where I'm working or how much money I'm making or what I'm doing in, in my job. So it's like, it's kind of like my mistakes are kind of like repeating a cycle, I should say. But it's like damn like for me it's like damn Zakia when are you gonna stop doing this shit and grow the fuck up you know and stop quitting jobs and putting yourself in positions to get fired from jobs because it's like sometimes getting fired you may it may not be your fault like people um like the company may be laying people off or whatever but in some case like you know I'm gonna take accountability like the two times that I got fired out here um it was my fault like I didn't show up and the other time at my other job I was on the phone even though I knew the rules to not be on my phone like I put myself in those positions and it's not the first job I've gotten laid off from or fired from whatever and I would love to not depend on a job anymore but it's like I know in order for me to get to that point in my life I have to stick it out somewhere and I have to stop making the mistake of putting myself in this position and stop repeating the cycle and stop thinking you know okay money is energy right like and I know like there was a time in my life where I was making I wouldn't say a lot of money, but I was making more money than what I'm making now. Like, and I had the opportunity to save and stuff. And it's like, I know that in order for me to have a business, like I have to make better decisions about, you know, the money that I am. Cause I'm grateful to have a job right now. I have a full-time job and I know that there, there are things that I have to take care of in order for me to get to this next level of where I want to be and it's like for me it's like when does it stop but also at the same time I beat myself up about it but now what I'm learning is to take action okay you made this mistake what can you do differently this time around like what can you do differently like how can you not put yourself in position to get fired follow the rules follow the rules follow the fucking rules okay um and what like I said what can what can you do differently what am I going to learn from this? How can I apply this to my life? How can I use this as a lesson? Shit, how can I make money off of it? You know, like, so I think that's really important for uh, mistakes. And I just want to read a few helpful tips about making mistakes. 
um okay about managing mistakes i should say and i found this on a blog which is called my year without shopping.com so i'm gonna read point number six three ways to manage mistakes when you make them are firstly and simply be mindful of your thoughts pause be mindful of your thoughts that is a big one for me and this is something that i've learned like being in a temple as well like we're um our grand governor of the temple like when i first started going he would say he would ask me he hasn't asked me this in a while because i have been a little mia but that's neither here nor there but anyway um he he said he would ask me like where are your thoughts and I used to be like I don't know like and now fast forward to almost 10 months later of being in the temple like now whenever I bring myself to a negative thought I'm like okay what were you thinking about before like what happened to get you to this point like how did your day go what what happened when you first woke up in the morning and this is why I have a routine in the morning um of getting up meditating listen to affirmations praying well meditating praying same thing um but listening to affirmations and just giving myself the opportunity to be in tune with myself and to be mindful of what I am thinking about because that will change the dynamic of your day and how your day goes is the thoughts that you have in your head and that's why I try to stay off my phone and I'm getting off social media again um I'm getting off social media again until I can find a part-time job or find some another income for my household. Like, I need to come up with a plan. But anyway, first and simply, be mindful of your thoughts and your feelings about your mistake. Okay, so it was about your mistake. But, you know, your thoughts can lead you to a mistake. And so, like, think about how did you get here to this point like think about your whole day like if it's 12 30 what happened from the moment you woke up until the moment um at 12 30 what did you watch what did you listen to who did you speak to and that's why like after a certain time I don't watch certain things I don't listen to music during the week really um I listen to meditation music Anything that's inspiring that is going to uplift me, I will listen to, which is mostly meditation music, affirmations that have music behind them, whatever, um, like meditation music behind them. Um, and yeah, I forgot my train of thought, but that's okay. Let's move on. Um, okay, so I'm going to rewind back. Firstly and simply, be mindful of your thoughts and feelings about your mistake. Just notice them, acknowledge them, and be with them. Um, and that's really good. That's something that you really have to keep in mind because it's like, we will get at our feelings about things. And it's like, and when I'm saying this, I'm speaking to Zakia as well. Um, but we dwell on things that we can't really change you know so it's like okay we made this mistake how do we move past it like yeah you depending on what kind of mistake it is whether it's life-changing or something small like um like I left uh Rico's dog water bowl at um the temple and that was a mistake. But it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, damn, I left his ball at the temple. Damn, I left his ball at the temple. Like, damn, damn, damn. Like, no, I'm going to move on with my life. I know I can go back and get it if it's still there. And if it's not, just buy another one. But for now, we're going to improvise. You know, like, there are solutions to every mistake and problem that happens in your life don't try to change them or make your thoughts and feelings mean anything more than they do what 
this goes back to the thoughts and the overthinking because it's like it could be one thing and then we started going on a tangent like trust me i will get up all in my thoughts and be making up shit that don't even exist like and that's what i think a lot of people do and that's why i can't fuck with people because like people ain't even honest about the shit that they do like yeah we overthink and we make things up that do not exist men and women you know, period. Like, we do that. And it's like, it don't even be what we think it's supposed to be. Like, it don't even be that serious or that deep. Okay? So, stop. Write it down. Ball it up. Throw it out. And move on. Or, you know, before you do that, find a solution to your mistake. How can you, you know, change this for the next time if it this does happen again okay secondly recognize that nobody is perfect including you mistakes happen in fact mistakes failure and setbacks are an ex expected part of the process Woo, child like um failure i don't even like to dwell on failure like because you know i feel like every every setback or whatever mistake is a lesson learned for you know like the journey and the process of your life but I don't think I failed at anything like I just think of this as a learning opportunity as all you should think of this as an opportunity to learn and to be a better version of yourself there it's happened this too should not be weighted with additional meaning and value it just is it is what it is. Long story short. Finally, turn to encouragement and acknowledgement instead of blame and criticism. Hmm. Encouragement and acknowledgement. Encouragement. Um, I think encourage like if you're looking for encouragement for yourself, like you have to really take the time to spend time with yourself because like that's not something that happens overnight like you just encourage yourself like boom pop let's get it um like this is something that I have actively been working on for the past year like learning about affirmations learning about meditation learning about energy learning about vibes and all of that and um is not something that is going to happen to you overnight. Like, mind you, I started meditating last April 2018. It's April 2019. And I am still not even past sitting past 15 minutes meditating. Like, I have not gotten to that point in my life yet. But... It, it takes time for you to sit with yourself and figure out, okay, who am I? Who who do I want to be? And from that, once you start to learn about who you are and who you want to be or who you want to become, then from there you can start to encourage yourself and start to get to start to talk and talk yourself up and give yourself affirmations that are aligned with your purpose you know in your journey your process and it's like that comes from sitting with yourself and being by yourself and I encourage everybody to do that sit by yourself be with yourself and just do that um so that you can encourage yourself and if you can't do that I would encourage you to find people that are close to you. Maybe you don't have people that you can talk to that can encourage you, but go online on the Internet. Sometimes the Internet can be used useful for things like that um, to find some encouragement. Um, one of the, the young women, women that I follow on Instagram, I have been following her for a really long time. I don't even know when I started following her, but it's been years, but she's the owner of Curlbox, my leak. And she always says that this is something that is like, had, and she talked about this on her podcast. She has wrote it on Instagram, Twitter multiple times. Um, and it's ingrained in me now. But mistakes are proof that you are trying, you know. So don't beat yourself up if, you know, something happens that didn't go as planned. Because I think that's what mistakes are. Something didn't happen that was in the plans. And, you know, you got to learn to move on and move out from it. 
Oh, the next line is, instead of blaming criticism, be your own best friend, which I just talked about. Me, myself, and I, that's all I got in the end. That's what I found out. And it ain't no need to cry. I took a vow that from now on, I'm going to be my own best friend. In middle school, and I had no idea what this lady was talking about, you know? like. But now, as a 27-year-old woman, it's so crazy that her music is just so timeless um, that... You know, I'm learning what it means to be, you know, your own best friend. And it's like, it's going to be a journey of up and downs, like up and down, up and down. But it's fine. We're going to get there. Exercise self-forgiveness and self-kindness. That is a good one. We don't. I'm working on forgiveness, forgiving myself and forgiving other people, like, and learning how to forgive and move the fuck on. Like, I just talked about, you gotta, you gotta move on. Okay, I need, and self-kindness. Kindness, um, that's another tough one because most people are not kind, and I'm working on kindness. Like, I'm nice, and nice, I always say, is temporary. Kindness is something that is instilled in you, and you're going to be kind no matter what. It's not going to be something that's temporary. Even if this person does something to you, you are still going to show them love. You're going to be kind. I have not gotten to that point in my life with the unconditional love and the kindness. We're working on it and we're working through it. Okay? Working on it and working through it. You feel me? All right. You've discovered another element to your humanity. Welcome to Club Human. Please stop beating yourself up. This is a message for myself and understand that this is life and you you have to learn like there is no other option for you to get through this life until you learn your, your lessons. And that's why like I don't understand why people are and I shouldn't say because a lot of people don't understand death. But I see a lot of people still, like, hung over the Nipsey thing. And, like, me crying after his funeral, like, kind of made me have peace with the fact that he's gone. And that, you know, like, I cannot be selfish about this man's death because, one, we're not even related. You know, like, I have no right to be like, yeah, why did you leave us? Whatever. And it's like, he has his own blood family that is mourning and trying to get through this tough time you know and so I have to remove my ego and understand that you know this he learned his life lessons and he will be back in another lifetime period okay all right so if you're making mistakes write them down write them down I need to do that well I, I've been doing that I've been journaling for a really long time since I was in middle school I've been journaling so like I write down the things that I have messed up about my whole entire pretty much my whole entire teenage and adult life probably have about three or four journals at home back home in Connecticut um, I would like to make them into a book one day. There's so many things that I want to do and I just need to get on board with my own self in order for me to do these things. But anyway, all right, let's move on to the last and final question. All right, so this came up, this, this question came up or came to me today when I was having a discussion with my coworker who is a Nigerian man. A middle-aged Nigerian man who is married with a child. So I don't know how we got on this topic or this subject, but he was saying like women at the age of 25 should be married or looking or thinking about marriage. And I had to tell him like, look, that's not realistic for a 25-year-old woman to be thinking about marriage especially if you went to college and depending on when you graduated it's like some people don't even know what the f they want to do when they graduate college like so I don't know 
But no, I'm like, I do know where that's coming from because he's Nigerian. He comes from a different culture. So it's like marriage is something that is pressured. They're being pressured to get married and to have children. And I was just telling him like, um, you know, whenever I do speak to my mother, like the subject of children do not even come up about me having children. My mother and it's, it's not that I even had to tell my mother, like, oh, don't bring that up to me. It's like she just doesn't bring it up because I think she wants for me to have a husband and to be married with children. I mean, be married before I have children. So she knows I'm not married. She knows that I'm not in a serious, committed relationship. So those things don't even come up. And I don't think that I should be pressured into doing something because like and he his points were, oh, you know, what if you wait till you're 35, you know, and then, you know, you have a baby at 35. And then by the time your baby, your child gets to 18 and goes to college, you know, you will be close to 50 years old or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, so what? Like, I don't like when men police us in that way because I don't think that is fair and I noticed that no shade that um there are some married women that kind of bring up marriage to me a lot and it's just like I don't care enough like I don't care enough to be married at this point in my life like I am trying to get my life together like and I was just thinking about what was I doing three years ago three years ago I was 25 and I had just graduated college. I had been out of college for a whole year and I was working at a call center and I was miserable and I would come home. I would be depressed. I would sleep. I would sleep until um, like because when I was working at the call center, I had the late shift like the last, you know, the last few months I was there last three, four months, whatever I was there. I didn't get off until 11 sometime and then I would go home come home go to bed and I would sleep until I didn't have to be to work until two or three and sometimes I wouldn't I would sleep until 12 or one o'clock you know like that's how depressed and miserable I was because like I didn't know what I wanted to do I was comparing myself to other people and I don't think it's fair that women should have that pressure because like a lot of my I shouldn't say a lot of my friends but I know friends I had that have had that depression after you graduate college because it's like you don't know what you're gonna do if you want to go to grad school how am I gonna pay for grad school I need a job I can't find a full-time job that pays me good enough to pay back my student loans it's like all these things are running through your head and it's like why why would I be thinking about being married like at the time I was um, I had broke up with my ex-boyfriend, but we were still dating and hanging out. But I knew that we were both fresh out of college. We didn't really know what we wanted. I had just got my first full-time job. I think he had just got his first full-time job. And it was just like, I couldn't really find a balance in how to juggle my own emotions, be a partner, figure out what I want to do in my life. Like, it was just a lot. And it's like, marriage was not on my mind. It's still not. Like, I want to be married and I want to have children, but it's not a priority to me. Like, this podcast is a priority. Me working on my event coordinator business is a priority. Me working on a website is a priority. Me hustling right now, me finding another income is a priority. I do not have any priority or have any desire to be married at 27 or 28 years old like where is this baby gonna sleep I'm not sleeping I'm not getting married and living in a one-bedroom house I mean a one-bedroom apartment I'm sorry there's no way I want a house I want my own room I want a separate room for my husband and no so there's things that you know and I know we don't always get what we want but look like, it's just not fair for society to put that pressure on. And I'm and I'd be like, I'm glad I'm not Nigerian because like there is no way I could survive that way. Like sometimes I'll be feeling sorry for them because like, oh, I have to be I have to have children at 25. Like who who's taking care of these children? Who? I have a dog. I could barely take care of myself sometimes. <laughs> 
Like, this dog is a lot. Like, imagine me, and it's just like, I'm not gonna just hop on. Like, it just does not work like that. You have to find somebody that you're compatible with, and that may take years because it's like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's head over to Exhibit A. This was sent to me, and, you know, I remember, like, you know, last year, I was saying to myself, I want to get married because, you know, I had met this guy and I just thought he was the one and he still may be the one. Who knows? I don't know. But, you know, I'm just thinking like, oh, you know, like I really love him. I want to get married. I want to have children. And I, you don't, people don't even know what marriage is or what they want because people don't even know what the fuck they want for themselves, for an individual. So this was sent to me, right? And this comes from Heather Lindsay, Heather Love on Twitter. So she did a little thread thingy. Um, so the first quote, let's start with the first one. I think we say that we want marriage and then we create this massive list, but then we aren't the things on that list. We aren't the things on that list. Like, I remember I created a list of things that I want in a man. And now that I look back on the list, I'm like, Zakia, you aren't any of those things. Well, no, I am some of those things. I'm really funny. And I know how to dance. Like, I know I put that on there. Funny, know how to dance, kind. Um, and my last ex-boyfriend, well, not this one. Well, whatever you want to call him. The one that's from back home in Connecticut, we was kind of having, like, you know, some sex issues. I know I put down on down on the list like I want better sex and you know the better sex did come because like I discovered who I'm discovering who I am and I know that solely couldn't be on him so it's like you know we I can't say that I want a man to be debt free and I have all this debt and I'm gonna finish the I'm gonna finish reading but then we aren't any they we aren't the things on that list. Our mindset on marriage says, I will be happy if you're like my list. It should be, it should say the opposite. How can I be more like my list for someone else? How can I be more like my list for somebody else? How many of us, and when, when I read that, I was like, oh shit. Like, how can I be like these? And that's why I am not ready to get married. Because like, if I put if I write down a list if if I write down a list right now today April twenty second two thousand nineteen like about what I want in a man or what I want in a husband like some of it I can provide for myself because like I'm protecting and providing for myself like there's Zakia's income coming into into this household like I'm not depending on anybody to pay pay the bills like I'm not depending on anybody to take care of me. I have three calendars. There's a lot of things that I do by myself. So, yeah, I would expect that from somebody else. But there's a lot of other things like kindness, unconditional love. Like, I can't even, I haven't even figured how to do that and to be consistent with that yet. Um, and being, um, having a relationship with God, Allah, a, a higher power, like, I'm still working on that, you know? So it's just small things. Like, I wouldn't dare write a list and say, like... And that's why I'm not actively looking to be with anybody or to date because it's, like, it's exhausting. Like, I'd rather spend that time and energy working on myself. <sighs> All right, I'm going to keep reading. Honestly, my husband wasn't everything on my list, quotation. I wasn't everything on his list, quotation. The reality is that nobody is perfect. It takes time to develop a relationship. I agree. Like, I feel like you have to be, it has to be divine time. It has to be, like, you guys have to be on the same page as far as the things that you want and you need. And you have to establish boundaries and expectations. And if they don't meet that, keep it moving. I feel like we try too hard to make people something that they're never going to be know your deal breakers and develop the rest of the stuff together i feel like there's small things that you can work on in a relationship um family is god's idea he created it 
we shouldn't be ashamed to say that we want a spouse or children. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm just not ready for it. These are good things. Let's not shun people for saying they want a family. I want a family. I want a big family. I want to pop out all the kids with my family. But, you know, I want a big house. I want land. I want a deck on my hanging off of my master bedroom. I want a, a patty on my damn bathroom. Kim Kardashian and Kanye got me want a patty. I, like, I want to be outside. I want to be in nature. I want a pool. I want horses i want a farm i want a garden i want all that shit anyway um okay i'm gonna finish reading all of her quote all of her quotes what's funny is that my son there may be a quote i won't read <laughs> what's funny is that my son logan acts and looks just like his daddy before i do ask you before i do ask yourself do i want my children to look like do I want children that look and act like him or her? Do you? Praying for anyone who is... Um, I'm not reading that. No, I'm not reading that. When your eyes are fixed on God, when is it going to happen that you get weary in doing well? Then you get frustrated because it seems like everyone is getting married and having kids. Everyone but you. Focusing on what you think you're lacking doesn't make things come any faster. Getting busy about saying yes to God in your heart gives you purpose. When you're walking in purpose, you're content. Then why can't I do that as a woman? Walk in my purpose and figure out what the f I want to do. Like, And just going back to that question of that she said in this last quote. God, when is it going to happen? Like, we have to change our questions that we ask to God or Allah or whoever your higher power is. And have to, you have to ask different questions. Like, I don't ask, oh, why is this happening? I Now I ask, like, what else can I do to serve you? What else can I do differently? How can I give back? Like, what can I do? What can I do? You know, like, not why, but what can I do to help you, to help me? Like, how can we help each other? Like, you know, so you have to, if you have a question, like, why, change it to what? Who? Where? Not why, because it's like, you're kind of like, you're, it's kind of like you're begging where you're saying, like, oh, why me? Why not me? Or whatever. Like, I have to deal with that, too. But, like, I noticed that when I asked those specific questions like I get different answers um then God adds to your life you're thankful and you're still content ironically we wait our whole lives for that event of marriage or children and then we get it and realize that it carries tests trials and a lot of opportunity for development and yeah the same the same you is the same you is there so I don't know. I don't know what that means, but yes, um, I just want women to know, like, you don't have to be married at 25. Like, I feel like you don't truly know what you want, probably up until you're 30. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Like, and I hear women that They've been with their fiancés or their husbands since high school and shit. It's like, how can you really know? Like, I don't know. Like, how do you... I can't imagine being with somebody for that long at this moment in my life. Because it's like, I still have so many things I have to figure out. And I have so many things that I want to do. And I don't mind doing them by myself. Like, I need this time for Zakia. I need this time to figure out who I am, what I want to do, how can I take my life to the next level without focusing on a man and what he is or what he isn't doing. You know, like, I don't care enough. I do not care enough. You know, like, I cared. But now that I'm out the situation and... I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Boop, boop, do, 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 do. I can see all obstacles in my way. But oh, 
Boop, boop, boop. Um, so now that I can see clearly, that is not something that I want to focus on at this moment in my life. And so I encourage all of you ladies to focus on the things that make you happy for yourself and to do what what is best for you. And that reps, 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 wraps up facts of life. I said this was going to be a quick episode. It's not a quick episode. But I still want you guys to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. Oh, I said iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, and yeah, thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate your love and your support. And... Um, maybe next month we'll have some new guests on. So I'll talk to you later. Peace.